Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming in hot. Yeah. We're coming in super hot. Yeah. This is NHL star, proud Canadian co-star of Oppenheimer. Uh, That's a little bit of a stretch, but I'll take it. Mr. Sean Avery. Buddy. Thank you. He said, don't talk to me. Bring me up. Let's go. We have we have full clarity. Um, first of all, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here with anyone. I, I like to use the term off the reservation. You said that to me in my text. You said, oh, you said in all caps, you're off the reservation. <laughs> you're, you're, it's going to be good. Yeah, and I grew up in uh, Ontario, Canada. Uh just outside of Toronto. I played lacrosse with a lot of the indigenous kids. I've spent a lot of time on reservations, so I feel like I can use that that word. Mm-hmm. Um, in, a, uh, in a metaphorical sense, we are part of the enlight- enlightened. We're, we're on a mission right now to, I think, only see through the smoke. You think so? And I, I feel that. And I think there's a select group of people who have completely embraced it have accepted losses have accepted some new wins but are solely focused on finding out what the fuck is actually happening yeah no it's insane yeah it's insane and that's how we met because you just kind of on instagram started liking some of my posts and then i started liking your posts, and i didn't know that our circles were much closer than i realized yeah yeah, I saw the, uh, I saw the, I think you're drawn to, um, in times of crisis, I think that you, you interestingly, interestingly enough, are drawn to certain places or people. Um, and I think if, if you're true, if you're real, if you have like good inside of you, you're going to find the, 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 the people that their noise makes more sense to you. Mm-hmm. And you were one of those for me. Now, I said to you, I, I wanted to tell you something, and it's just an amazing, the world is burning right now. Hopefully we'll talk about uh, Maui and President Biden, President Trump. You know, I just discovered Jimmy Dore. You just did? Where's this guy been? He's fucking been blazing a trail. Legend. <laughs> he's been, we've known him in the community of comedy for, you know, over 20 years, but he's... Yeah, he's been really one of the strong voices. What a trailblazer. Yeah. And and so so well packaged and very articulate. Yes, extremely. Um yeah, what a beautiful thing. So so every day there's this new little enlightenment where I find these little bits and pieces, but uh a year ago I walked into a jiu-jitsu gym, okay? Mm-hmm. And I my whole outlook on on the world changed. I became a martial artist. I was paid to fight for a long time. I was paid and rewarded for um, being somebody that would react quickly, you know? In hockey. In hockey, Mm -hmm. right. Um, That's very useful when it's in a controlled environment in a sport, Mm -hmm. okay? What happens, though, when you get out of that sport and the world starts to also sort of get a little bit crazy and then they lock us in our homes for two years and and that previous expertise that I had where I like to run into the burning building, it, it, it's, not, it's not good. 
So I walk into a jujitsu gym, and I'm going to tell you this story quickly. My whole life changes. All Take right? your time. I get lucky enough to um, find a group of individuals, Brazilians, who have come to America to teach jujitsu. All the good ones, they get manipulated by an American initially, where they are asked to work like slaves, live in gyms, sleep on the mats, paid little money, and then, and then eventually they break away. And they go, we're going to start our own thing. I've been lucky enough to find a family in Van Nuys that did that. And I trained my jiu-jitsu in a gym in a garage in Van Nuys, California, which Van Nuys is awesome. Yeah. Right? But, but dude, I've been going there lately. It's coming up. It's There's a lot happening yeah, over there. Yeah. <laughs> you, my buddy Michael, the director of that movie, uh, Heckler, and Dice. You all love Van Nuys. Dice loves Van Nuys? I hope I'm not allowed to say, yeah, Dice is a Van Nuys. Wow. Hope I didn't put it. Whatever, it's big. <laughs> Van Nuys is big, okay? Yeah. Burbank, Van Nuys, yeah. Studio City. So I start this journey. I become completely fixated on the art of jujitsu, right? And I'll, I'll relay it to, like, when I made the NHL, it took me a year or two to be confident enough to go, okay, I know what this is all about. I know who the players are. I know who the guys are that um, pretend that they're a little bit of a player, but they're really not, and they fold under pressure. I got the landscape. Know who the goons are. Know who the goons are. Know who the bluffers are. Bluffer was a word. Bluffer is such a great word, right? It is. I know. I don't know if I know that one, but probably someone who's faking it. Yeah. 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 Like you're a bluffer. Yeah. And you kind of shake. You kind of. <laughs> so that means when they really can't back it up. Yeah. Okay. But it's almost <laughs> so ludicrous that you use that word. Yeah. Fluffer. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Fluffer. It's Bluffer. Lo- it's low key disrespectful mm-hmm. to say that word mm-hmm. in the NHL because that should lead to yeah. some definitely minutes y- in the box. Yeah. So. So the jujitsu thing, okay? So the reason I'm telling you this is we live in a wild world. Now, I early on realized the difference between celebrity jujitsu and jujitsu with dogs, okay? Because I was curious. I was saying to myself, oh, my God, there's all these, like, really famous guys (laughs) that are black belts or brown belts, Mm -hmm. but... I'm doing this, and I don't see them at the competitions that I'm doing, and, and what's going on here? So I figured it out, right? Because I, what I did was I went to a few of those gyms, and I realized that what they do is they do this thing called flow rolling, where they, <laughs> it's like a, a performative dance. No. It, it's, they don't crank submissions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're saying the more credits that you have, the easier they might go on you. Uh, no, I'm saying, well, I'm saying that there's certain places where celebrities are treated a little bit differently. They're dancing. Like Jack Osborne Mm -hmm. is a dog. Yeah, he is a dog. Jack Osborne goes to competitions. I see Jack at the competitions. He rolls with killers. Jack is a dog. You got a cosign right here, buddy. Okay. That's a fact. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, dog. Dog. Okay. Love this. Zuck. It kills me to say it right now. He's a fucking dog training with dogs. Wow. He is. He has a look in his eye like he wants to fucking rip people's hearts out. Which is scary. Yeah, because he's already a psycho. And he has the ability. Yeah, if he's getting, well, you put strength with that nerd mind. That's what martial arts is. So here's the payoff, okay? I see a text from 
uh, somebody that I've become friends with who I would say is one of the OGs of the sport, American OGs of uh, jiu-jitsu. Okay. okay. He's the guy that if you need to vet someone, that's who you go to. So he initiates it with me and sends me a picture of Demi Lovato getting her purple belt from a professor that I've never heard of the guy's name, which is fine. I don't know everybody, right? Okay. But he kind of stoked the fire. So I responded and said, is that real? Now, a purple belt is, is you're two belts away from a black belt. I mean, it, it's a real thing. Okay? Yeah. The problem is... I know these gyms and I've been to these gyms and there's some purple belts that you, you really can't actually roll with because they flow roll. Fine. I let it go. All right. Now, I've been lucky enough to become teammates with some of these uh, dogs in Van Nuys and one of them is a real shit stirrer and he goes after people. And When he goes after people, like, fucks with them. Yeah. To, like, say, to test if, he, if they're he, tough. He's, he's the ultimate troll on social media. Got it. And I really don't like trolls, mm -mm. but the difference is, is there's this one troll and I happen to know him, him who's also a dog and he'll, he'll, he'll fight anybody. He goes hard. He's respectful, but he's, he loves to be a troll. Okay. I respect that type of troll. Cause uh, you know, guys would always say to us like on social media in the early days, NHL hockey stuff, like, uh, you know, well, you're a bum. You get the worst slap shot ever. And you know, Ooh. That's like somebody standing up in a show and saying, dude, you're the worst comic ever. Yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, come on up and take over the room. Yeah, exactly. See what you got. Yeah. So the difference is this guy's a dog. And, and anyways, something went off inside of me. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I feel comfortable enough at this point to slide into the comment section. And I'm going to see if I can uh, roll the dice and see what happens. So I said, flow rolls only. Hashtag flow rolls only. Basically, that means like, dude, you gave Demi Lovato her purple belt for clout on social media, and you're trying to make moves, and you're trying to become the new celebrity guy who invites celebs, and you flow roll, and then you give them belts, and you post on Instagram. You said this not not to the dog. No, I said it to the to the professor, to who, the gave professor who gave Demi, Demi. Lovato. Okay, all right, the yes. belt. So immediately he runs, he responds back and goes, at I'm Sean Avery, huh? So I said, you know, okay, Sean, what are you going to do? Because here's where I want to go, all right? And, and this is a joke. It's such a joke because I'm saying a joke in the sense of it doesn't bother me, and I like to have a little bit of fun and make some jokes sometimes. Yeah, people don't really, you're really funny, and also you, you do, you're trying comedy. You're not saying you're a comic. What I love about you is you're actually funny. And you're starting to try comedy, but you don't know if you're <laughs> going to do it yet. And you, you're like, dude, it's a fucking oh, scary as fuck. It's a mountain. And this is a guy who's fucking 20 years on the ice, 15 years on the ice, fighting everyone. And it, you're five minutes at the belly room, and you're like, Jesus, this is a mountain. It, it's a mountain. And I'm already trying to climb a mountain to be a working actor, and that's a whole other thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's what I wanted to say, and I didn't say it, and I'm saying this because I love, you know, if Demi Lovato does jiu-jitsu, I love her, and I would like to roll with her. <laughs> but I would like to become her teammate and at one point say to her, like, hey, Demi, don't shoot the messenger. We just had a great roll. I love you. You're a dog on the mats. But if you do a competition, do you compete against the boys or the girls? Do you see why this story oh. took so long to get to? 
Dude, I fucking didn't even finish my Dunkin'. That's why. Wow. I didn't see that coming. I, 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 is she still? I don't know, Jamie. Yes. I remember she, she was one thing, and then she said, I'm open to both things. And I thought she went back. It's all good. Wow. Right? But this is where I just wanted to sit back and actually digest everything and then go, oh, this is awesome. We're, our world is fucking crazy right now. Oh, it's ins- Wait, how old are you? 43. I You're thought. 43. I'm so I'm 10 years older than you. Yeah. But so the fact that you think it's crazy. Okay. I think it's crazy and I've lived 10 years longer. Wait. So is that the end of the story? Because I have questions. Yeah. So, the so, yeah. so the guy gives her him, them. He gives them. <laughs> oh, you have to say. Hey, sorry. You, I don't know. He gives them okay. the, the, the thing, the, the purple. The and purple you're saying belt. it's a, uh, it's a, it's a clout chase. It's move? a clout belt. It's a clout belt. Okay. So, so now she's two away from black. Yeah. And where's Zuck at? Uh, see, Zuck does no gi. Primarily no gi, which is uh, you wear like the rash guards, and it's more of a it's just a different jujitsu. He's got to be a, a a blue, almost ready for his purple, maybe Zuck. So Tom he- Hardy just got his purple, and Tom Hardy has been a dog going. You you've seen it, Tom Hardy, biggest movie star in the world, going to competitions like Karate Kid. I yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have fucking ever fought Tom Hardy when he was just an actor. You know right. what I mean? Like, he just has that look. Do you know what I mean? He's That's why he's such a good actor, because there's this teeny bit off about him. Yeah, you which just I love. don't know. Yes. Right. Exactly. Right. You do not know. Yeah. And so, if you're saying that, yeah. a professional athlete and an actor. R- right. Who's also, you know, yeah, like so I So, Demi Lovato it. is one above Tom Hardy. Yes. And one above Zuck. Sorry, Demi Lovato has the same belt as Tom Hardy now. They both have a purple belt. Um, so if if Demi fought against the guys, she would fight Tom Hardy. <laughs> Who did she get the belt? In, in what, if we can say gender, what gender did she do it in? Do you know this? You don't know. So oh, that's no, what you know what the do beautiful women thing? roll with. Like, oh, yeah. No, no. See the dogs. I got girls in, in, in our gym. Yeah. That we roll with that are 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds lighter than me. And they will put me in a fucking triangle and put me to sleep. So do you have do you? Are, we all roll together. So there's no uh, but, gender. No. But when you compete, when we go to IBJJF. It's just who's the toughest. No, at competitions, no. girls. In the gym, I'm saying. In the gym, it's just. Yeah. I'm going to say something that might be illegal. Penis, vagina, it doesn't matter. We're fighting. We're going. Okay, got it. Yeah. That, so that's real jiu-jitsu. That's real jiu-jitsu. Okay, in the competition world, penises go with penises, vaginas go with Correct. vaginas. Okay. Correct. And then there's the thing of people are identifying. That's the new thing that we're. When they can cross over. Yeah. Right. So that's a real question of what is she. So you don't know. I don't. And. And, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me, right? Like, I'll roll with her either way because that's how we do it. It's just the question is, like, what's real and what isn't right now? I know. (laughs) You're fucking right, bro. Dude, you're fucking right, bro. Like, what's happening in, in Maui? 
Not to, <laughs> if you wanted to take it no, somewhere else. I, I, sometimes I, I put my own bullshit in, and some people like it, and some people are like, let the conversation flow. So I think you're such a beautiful con- I could sit with you for four hours. And we don't even know each other, but we're connected. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes. Like, we're, we don't know each other, but we're connected. Like, we have the same vibes. You know what I mean? It's like, we have, look at each other and we're like, okay. Yeah, has there ever been a time where you as a person, I'm saying me, like, social media is kind of amazing because it's given us the ability to be here based on that connection. Yeah. And I could just, I just knew. I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's. I could be locked in a room with with you on a cruise boat. Yeah. And we would do some damage together. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> we would get along right away. Yes. And the thing is, like within knowing him within 2 weeks he sent me it's just a fucked up picture, but it was real where he lives. I'm you, well, I'm well, he uh, lives in one of the legendary parts of LA. I'm in Laurel uh, Canyon. He's in Laurel. Okay. Yeah. Which I've used to do a lot of time up there. Yeah. And I used to go to that beautiful restaurant. What's it called? Pache. Yeah, Pache, which is, which is the cafeteria for that whole area. Yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, bro, look at the neighborhood. And it was a body with a sheet over it. <laughs> Somebody had been killed. And he was taking your fucking son to school. Yeah. And there's nothing funny about any of this. But no. I was like, Jesus Christ. No, and, and the uh, emergency services had already come, but they didn't have a tarp or they didn't have anything to cover it. And that was a year ago, pretty much. Yeah. And I think at that point I knew uh, this place is, you want to talk about off the reservation? Come do a a, a scenic loop of of the greater Los Angeles area right now, currently. How long have you lived here? Well, I I was here when I played for the Kings. So I was here in 2003, 4, 5. Okay. I lived in Laurel Canyon then. Wow. Those okay. were the heydays. Yes. T-Mobile parties. Yes. The, the sidekick. Yes. Did we ever meet at one of those? Uh, uh, no, but, you Me know. Me and my other boy, Stu, who's a Torontonian, we used to do all of that. Well, you were, you were very, you were, you were in the mix at that point. But you were too. I know, but, you know. I we know. all went to the same parties. Yes. I remember when I saw Charles Barkley and I really got to talk to him because I knew him a little bit, but we really got to meet. Yeah. And he's like, I can't really do the impression, but he's like. We all entertain us. <laughs> like, it's not, I have to work on it, but it's like, it's let me. So he basically told me that the NBA is, is acting. Not, it's not acting, but it's yes. entertainment. Yes. And, you know, I did a lot of stuff with the Flyers at Primu and everybody. Yep. And so, but it's real. Yeah. It's real. You guys are really punching each other's faces and hitting 95 hour slap shots, but you're still there entertaining. Yeah. I mean. You have to understand there's cameras on us. Yes. Always. Yes. So what's the difference, you know? It, well, it's just because you can back it up. I do something in an imaginary world. You do something in the real world, but it, you, you can enhance it. Yeah, but some would say, you know, being vulnerable in an imaginary world is much tougher than being strong and mighty in a real world. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's a brilliant quote. <laughs> I'll take it. So you went, you were living in Laurel Canyon. Yeah. So that was the heyday. So then I go uh, back to New York, and uh, I'm in New York for like 10 years. Played for the Islanders. Played for the Rangers. For the Rangers. No, fuck, I fucked that. I <laughs> that's saw, okay. That's a 5G tower. That's, no, but that's, you played with, no, did um, Nystrom, he played for the Islanders. Nystrom was, a, was the Islanders. Yeah, but yeah. you guys are buddies, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he was what you would call a beauty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
By the way, he is a beauty. He's a beauty. And <laughs> he's so much, you guys are so similar, but he he makes a killer barbecue sauce. Really? Have you ever eaten his food? No. No. Oh, this guy can cook a brisket like a motherfucker. Really? And he's the first person I ever had weed-infused sauce with. Am I allowed to say that? Is he still in the league? No. And Well, by the way, if anyone should be We capable, were all stoned during the, yeah, because, our whole career. So. so he, oh, God, he would make the best. <laughs> Me and him have a, a, a brotherly. I didn't know. Yeah, we have a brotherly connection through Eskimos. Does that make sense? In a sweet way. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but then like, me and him became really good friends. You know, uh, a beautiful part of a Chine- uh, Canadian childhood. What? And I don't know if you, if the Americans did this, but we used to Eskimo kiss. <laughs> no, I don't think we did that. What you guys that? ever? <laughs> An Eskimo kiss? It's when you just rub noses. Like oh, I'm doing yeah, it right that's here. Oh, yeah, cute. There you go. That's you cute. Like a little Eskimo yeah, kiss. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was Kids cute. would do it. You'd be, yeah. you'd be like, not. Don't kiss each other on the lips. Yeah. Give a little Eskimo kiss. That's sweet. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, anyway, so so New York, pandemic. Yep. Um, have a baby during a pandemic, in a pandemic. Not me. <laughs> but The wifey. We had a baby, right? And New York is like you know it's the apocalypse it's like i am legend with will smith it's like okay let's go to california because also you know what i need two years in california we're going to get out of this pandemic we're going back to work and i'm ready to go meaning we're going to go to la because i also i'm going to be an actor yeah um so we move back out here now we move out here and it's still sort of a pandemic right california still has masks and you know, I went through a real tough time in, in, in New York because I was one of the guys during the entire pandemic, right from the beginning, I never wore a mask anywhere into any single place. I would walk in. If they asked me to leave, I would say I'm not. If they refused service, I would put money on the table and I would take my goods and I would leave. People were screaming at me on runs. I ran the West Side Highway every single day for the first year, up and down the West Side Highway, People going crazy that I didn't have my mask on. Outside? Yeah, spitting on me. Are you kidding me? I'll send you a picture. Somebody spray painted fuck Sean Avery on uh, the West Side Highway at uh, one of the major points in the West Village on the West Side Highway. Because that's where I ran every single day. It was crazy. You know, we know. Yeah, but I don't remember the running outside without the mask. I guess, yeah. Well, Well, you guys didn't see anyone running because you were here, probably. Yeah, I would go out and stay within my area, and I wasn't wearing anything. We were, you know, New York, everybody was still moving. So, So anyways, okay, we're coming to California. California, man, crazy, crazy. Yeah, I wore... You guys are crazy. When we started convening outside, we had to wear our masks. Right. I guess if I was running alone, I would have never done it then. But that's crazy. That they, okay, go ahead. So the point is, I kind of. Um, so you're saying we were crazier than New York? Y- yeah, wow. kind of. Wow. Yeah, and this really is a fucking yeah. it's wild. And and I think when I saw De Blasio eat the fries, and then ask uh, something so eloquently, the way he asked whether a burger came with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm discrediting the way that he delivered it, but it was like Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. I think when I saw that at that moment, I said, yeah, it's time to go. But, you know, I would have went to Texas. Where do we go? 
except here because I was on this crazy journey of like, I'm going to be a fucking actor. You never acted before that? I did. I, yeah, I was in Tenet and I'd yeah. done, so I'd, uh, you know, I was, I was five years into the journey, but I felt like it was time now for me to make the move because I can walk into the rooms now and I'm going to start taking jobs. Did, did you, you got in Tenet and then did Christopher was a fan of yours and he just put you on Oppenheimer. You have to do a little reading. Again. Oh no, I had to re-audition you for it. That. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? No, I want to. I heard it's amazing. Bro, you haven't seen it I, yet? I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. All this. No, not for me. I'm just saying the world that we're living in. And now this guy comes along this master and makes a fucking masterpiece about something that our politicians today just lob in the air like it's like you're throwing rings or what, what's the game where you throw the sandbags uh cornhole cornhole yeah nuclear war nuclear holocaust yeah and when you see oppenheimer and realize first of all the bombs today that they have now are 600 times stronger than the bombs that they had when they dropped the first one okay 600 times you know when 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 they throw around these terms like oh nuclear it it put a lot of things into perspective for me cuz i didn't i had never read the book i had, uh, you know when i read the script and then when i was there and i saw what it looked like and now seeing the movie dude i have to see i know i have to see it i just been a little it's crazy. a term that you shouldn't throw around very lightly the term nuclear yeah scary crazy shit because basically it's beyond wiping out a species yeah i mean it, it's yeah it's game over like if you if if somebody launches one somebody else is going to launch one and the, these things will will take out an entire coast yeah not not just like the things on top but it'll probably sink the coast into the ocean mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean and the way that nolan makes this movie with no CG, with really a, a cast of what I would say killers yeah, in garages from Van Nuys, like the best of the best. Yes. All right? Going head to head with no fat, and he just takes you through the story, and he also doesn't care about how anybody thinks he interprets it. There's no wavering. It's like, this is what happened, and this is the way I'm going to tell it, and... Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty amazing. And I haven't seen Barbie yet, and I and I want to, but um, you've seen it? I, I'm going to get in trouble. I saw Barbie, but not Oppenheimer. It's fine. So what did you think of Barbie? I'm a soft roller. <laughs> You're a flow roller. <laughs> yeah. Bro, yeah. here's the thing. I've only flow. seen one movie this summer. Barbie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a chick. She's mm. like, come see. And then I was going to do the double bill, but I got out of Barbie at midnight. And I was like, I'm oh, no, you can't listen. Double bill. Anyone that did the double bill. Yes. I mean, you would have to. I, I, Barbie's the first time I sat in a movie theater in like five months. So I never do. But uh, I love, I got to see Oppenheimer. Uh, Nolan's like, he just had a master. But yeah. wait, you just asked me about Barbie. You want to know about Barbie? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if we're allowed to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to say one, because it's, it's a studio movie. I'm going to tell you this. Mm hmm it and Oppenheimer should be up for best picture. Both, both of them. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. I know it's going to yeah, be up yeah, for yeah. best picture, yeah. obviously. It probably, you know, it's a good chance to win. But Barbie is incredible. How she pulled it off? 
It's incredible. Just Any, that, don't don't. Everyone, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Don't listen to anyone. I'm not. It's fucking brilliant. And you're a dude. You're a dog. Okay. I consider myself a rolling dog. Yeah. Okay. And um, slower, <laughs> slow roll. And it's not. It's really you get a perspective of. It's just fucking funny. That's. Uh, it's fucking funny. It's very inventive. Yeah. And the way. The shit that they say, like from a women's perspective, there's it's not forced, dude. It's fucking hilarious. You're like, oh shit, I could see that. Like, yeah, there's, there's they do shit with Ryan Gosling, who's perfect. Yeah. She, you know, Margot's perfect. Every yeah. the fucking cast is killer. Yeah, um, it just is hilarious, and it it's doesn't. How can I say this? He's like, hey, I'll tell you. I don't want to ruin it. But he's like, hey, do you think I could just play guitar <laughs> and shout my song at you for an hour and a half? <laughs> like, basically, that's so true. Like, how many guys sit there, yeah. try to hook up with a chick on a beach in a beanie cap? Right. And it's like, but women, they said what's really happening in these moments that you don't think of. It's brilliant. I, I, and, and I'll take that. I, I saw this. Somebody said this quote: "Like the problem with Barbie is that they're now going to try and make twenty movies about toys instead which of which they are instead of twenty movies about interesting women, strong women." But here's the whole. Uh, I don't even want to tell you. I can't tell you the movie. Okay. But the whole journey is a, is a basic journey at the end of what she wants, and there's dude. It ain't feminist at all. It's yeah. just funny. Well, that's the problem. And people are who are weirded out by the male shit is because they're not really, I don't know, how can I say it? They're not really men. Like, yes. You wouldn't be threatened by this shit. No. It I, makes complete fucking sense. I, I want to be, you I want to know. Would, you would love it. Okay. You would love it. You would laugh your face off. Well, I'm currently shooting an independent movie, uh, which is. Illegal. No. You know what's so funny? So you, I'm doing one that's a. Uh, uh, SAG approved. I just saw something before you walked in here. In term. That uh, they're not wanting to do this now. So now they just changed it. So now you can't do it with a WGA script. (sighs) Let let me say this. I've been through a work stoppage in the NHL and I've been through a strike, Mm -hmm. which means the owners have locked us out and we have striked Mm -hmm. as athletes. Uh, You need leverage points. And... SAG is making a mistake by not letting their actors work on... In, in, well, they are letting their actors work on independent movies because I'm on one right now. I think we should be promoting more of that and the bigger movie stars that go and do these end, independent movies, which they'll eventually sell them to uh, the studios, yep. but they'll sell them with much better terms and they'll have much better leverage to mm-hmm. sell it. Mm-hmm. So it would strengthen our posi- position as SAG uh, union members if we were doing more of this, but anyways, the, the, that, that's, that's not the point. And by the way, I'm doing, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to say who else is in it because actors don't want to out themselves and it's, it's a tough time, but what were we talking about? Why did I start? So, oh, 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 so Harvey. I'm shooting this movie yeah. in a town called Boulder, Utah and 30 miles away. There's a movie theater. It's the smallest town in America with a working movie theater. Wow. Put that together. It's the smallest town in America, Bicknell, Utah, with a working movie theater, and right now they're showing two movies, Barbie and Oppenheimer. And I'm going to go see Barbie this weekend. 
And I got to go see Oppenheimer this weekend. Yeah. Wow. Smallest town in America with a working movie theater. Wow. But just think about that in the terms of like dinosaur uh, bones. Like at some point, I guess movie theaters possibly could be extinct. Yes. Yes, they could be. So when you when you stumble upon the smallest town in America with the with a working movie theater, I just sit back and go, "Fuck, this is beautiful." Yeah. What a beautiful country. It is. You know, what a beautiful person this guy is that that still runs this place. Yeah, I met a guy last week who has a new video shop. Oh. And I feel like that's starting to come back. That's cool. Because people want to have that physical connection yeah. and they're like so videos are, I don't know if you see arcades are coming back. No, but. But they're starting them too. So that type of stuff is popping. Are you on TikTok? Of course. You have to be. I've, uh, I'm not on it. Why not? Because it's so funny. I feel like it's, um, it's making people crazy. I think you're right. Can I tell you what I read? I'm trying to figure out where this conversation because I have so much I want to ask you. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a study. Well, you know that they feed them like math and science, right? All the good stuff, and they feed us like yeah, fucking <laughs> dumpster labi- fires. Yeah, labias and fights and Topanga Mall robberies, and um, <laughs> and throwing up and and fucking. They- I'll, I'll just say this before, and I'll, I'll remind you where you are, because, okay. so that you won't forget. Okay. But I used to say before I became a martial artist, how bad I wanted to be in the store when one of these crazy massive robberies pops off. I would hate (laughs) for that robbery to happen near you. Because before I became a martial artist, I was like, what am I going to do? Now, as a martial artist, I'm just going to run full speed and pick one guy and body check him, like hockey check him and put him onto the third floor. Yeah. And and then get out of there and hope that somebody caught it on tape. (laughs) That's it. That's. <laughs> By the way, he's not lying. And if I drop my shoulder and I get like a 30 foot gallop. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Dunzo. Dunzo. One of these kids is Dunzo. So Worse it, than any jail. So you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's. And you think that will. See, that's exactly what we need. <laughs> And I hate for your shoulder to go through that, but I think you'll be fine. I'll be fine. So if you're in Topanga and you see the Flash Mob 30 and they're grabbing off hoodies and stuff (laughs) and you just say, terminate zero in, you're going to go. Yeah, like a- Lower the shoulder. And you're not on skates. Oh, I'm I'm anchored. Yes. I'm anchored. If anyone has ever seen Box Across, yeah, no, I'm anchored and it's, uh, it would be- it would be a viral moment, man. It would be so crazy. And this dude's going to go flying. Yeah. And then they're going to go, that's what we need. Well, it's, You'd probably get sued for assault. Isn't that crazy? And that's the problem. You know? But dude, that would be so good. Um, that's exactly and, and, and what we need. And trust me, I feel for... Like, I think about what if I was in that, in that mall with, like, Nash, my three-year-old. You know what I mean? Now I, I, I know it's like, I just get, I don't want him to see this stuff. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I did steal once mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And my mom walked me back to the store. Mm-hmm. Like, she, 
walk is a generous word, but she marched me back to the store and she made me tell the, the, the woman that owned the store. I remember it was a, a Max Milk. It was me and another buddy, my buddy Ryan Gummerson. Just put him on blast. Gummy's cool. But that was one of the worst experiences of my life. Because, yeah. I was so shamed. Mm-hmm. I, sel- I felt so bad. And my mom made me understand, like, you can never do this again, ever. So as a parent, if I'm standing there and, and I don't know, man, it's just like, it's so wild. People must be terrified mm-hmm. that work there. Mm-hmm. Imagine fucking seeing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen that in real life. Mm-mm. We've seen it on videos. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like I see it every day. Yeah. Every two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So my question is, if the world getting crazier, are we just seeing it? But I don't know if that's always been happening. Oh, no, no, it hasn't. Come on. You know, you remember New York. I, I'm a New Yorker, right? I bled blue. I bleed blue. I played in the in the Mecca. Yeah. Um, I love New Yorkers. Like, uh, uh, Tommy is this legendary uh, guy that worked in our, our dressing room. You know, New Yorker through and through. Okay? Worked for the Rangers for, I think, 40 years. He just passed away legend he taught me he's one of these guys that taught me what like being a new yorker was right which is true blue blue born fucking new yorker they'll run into the burning building Mm -hmm. always they'll save whoever needs to be saved on the tracks uh they'll pick up the city and save themselves when two airplanes crash into the into the towers Mm -hmm. like new yorkers are the are the most resilient i love them and, you know, they used to be the type of people that I think would police that, much like the mafia probably police neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's gangs that police certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I, I'm just wondering where, and this is, where are the people? Like, and what has driven us to say, you know what? <sighs> I got to go. I got to get out of here and I got to film. Or I got a, I, I can't run into the burning building. What happened? What happened to all of us? Because even me, who, you know, has had a problem with that, you know, thinking that maybe, um, I don't know, I, I, I hate bullies, right? It, it's part of my mentality growing up because I was small. And now I, I it's just like, I, I, I don't. I'm almost like kind of let it all burn. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, I'm starting to feel good about watching it and seeing how bad it's getting, which is really weird and uncomfortable. Do you know what you're having right now? What? This is your origin story. Dude, because when I met you, you were a little bit more clean cut. Yeah. You know, you were like, you know, I'm going to cut my through my lines. You're and, right. And I'm looking at you. Yeah. You're going everything. through everything. Dude, this beard is, <laughs> the hair is a different color, the beard. Yeah. You came in here drinking a fucking half a fifth. You're fuck. I'm like, what's in it? You go, don't ask. And you're like, I got a lot to talk about. I mean, you're vaping like a motherfucker. Dude, you, <laughs> I feel, you, but I you're feel, you're liberated. I, yeah. I feel fucking you're, amazing. So clear. You're Randall Wallace. 
You know what I'm saying? There's a great meme, and it has Mel Gibson <laughs> in the 80s, and he's like this. And it says, me, uh, I forget the fuck, me the first time Trump is indicted. <laughs> no, it said me me voting for Trump in 2016. It was like this. Yeah. And then me voting for Trump in 2024, and it's, <laughs> 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 it's such a good fucking meme. It's Mel Gibson. It? And that's kind of what I've gone through it, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like trying to get back to a little bit of a look, but I'll probably grow it out again. But everyone's like, you're so scraggly, so I cut it for a little. Yeah. But you're going, yeah. God, dude, I can see it. Yeah. You're going through your, here's what I believe it's happening to you. You are what I call a zealot. Okay. Okay, have you ever read Malcolm X? I tell people everyone. Of course. Okay, so do you know when he hated white people? Uh, that was pre-Muslim? I don't, yeah, I don't know. He hated them, and okay. in one night, he dropped his hatred for white people because a guy in jail told him, or something, he read the book or something. Right. And he completely changed, and he was like, he was so on the fucking way of, and then he realized that the white man wasn't as evil as he thought. Yeah. I'm not saying we're great, but I'm not saying we're, so, right. He's a zealot. You know what I mean? Zealots are people that have such belief in the system uh-huh. that when they fucking system lets them down, they're like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Because you put everything into it. Right. 1,000% in. So it's like when I started comedy, I waited in a line yeah. every week to get two minutes. And when I finally got it after months, I was bumped by another comic. Right. And it was my moment to audition. And the the owner of the club said, "You don't have any credits. He's on TV. I'll never forget it." <laughs> and it fuck. I said, "Okay, that's what you want." I go because I thought we were doing comedy. Yeah. But in the it, that was the beginning of what I learned what clout was. They wanted famous people. Right. So then I got an agent. I did a bunch of shit. But that's when I started getting credits, and then I would get all the spots I want. But I was a worse comic than other people that were trying because right. they were just doing comedy. So you're a zealot. So, you believe in the system. So, so, but what's interesting, and I feel what you're saying right now, because I feel like my art is also changing mm-hmm. and it's all kind of getting freed and, and probably something has to do with being programmed for so long. Like I was a hockey player from five to 35. Wow. Like, yeah. So it's not, you know, people become professionals at 20, right? They become comics or singers. Now, I was doing it since I was five. And 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 then at 35, I was like, okay, no, I, I, I'm not going to do it anymore. But this whole journey, and I can sort of feel it, like I, I just, I don't want to tuck my shirt in that much anymore. <laughs> you know? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm like, there's this vibe kind of happening. And I'm I'm fucking and I can feel it happening in my in my work and in my confidence. And it's yeah, yeah, you're right. That's, that's great cool. for acting. Yeah. Okay, that's great for comedy. Yeah. Cause in sport, you tell me if I'm wrong, you have you obviously improvisation is great. Yeah. Look at Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Right? I always think a lot of athletes are stifled because the system doesn't kind of bend to a brilliant like athletes or artists yeah okay they're no different than painters so but would you say in athleticism you have to be so precise yes it's very difficult to play that uh that uh loose sort of organic game like let's see 
let's see what comes to me, and then I'm gonna sort of make moves off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, it's very focused. Like, have you watched Hard Knocks yet this season with no, with Aaron Rodgers? I haven't watched Dad or Oppenheimer. It's so good because it's so good because Rodgers is he's he's where I feel like where I'm at, he's kind of at, but still in the game. Like he's loose. Yeah. But it's still so dialed and focused. And I can see him already starting to make this transition. Like the first scene of of Hard Knocks is him walking out of the practice facility. And he taps his mic and he says to the sound guys, how's the volume? How's my sound? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a fucking showman. Yeah, no, he's 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 also, I would believe that was, I mean, obviously he's brilliant, but one of the reasons is because he was always denied. They made him go through so much to get to the fucking league. Yeah. From JUCOs and fucking yep. starting. And, and then he's got movie star looks. Yeah. And he's already, he's just, when you watch him, I just and see. he's also a freedom fighter. Yeah, big time. Let's not forget. Yeah, he is. Let's yeah. not forget. He is. I love he's that one time. of the fucking guys. Yeah, he is. And you can put five, six, seven names on the board. Yeah, he's one of them. And he is probably... I just got goosebumps. Fucking, let's go to the New York Jets. Yeah, dead serious. Like, it, let's see him yeah. win a Super Bowl. I agree. When they fucking came for him, yeah. I thought, you're all scum. Yeah. You're scum. Right. Like the NFL yeah. and all the ESPN yeah. pushing people to get the fucking poke. Yeah. And you're fucking, you're assisting fucking murder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can I say that? I mean. Fuck, dude. I think The it's... NFL is like, oh, this guy hasn't got it. Do you know who plays in your league? There's <laughs> a few people with fucking 187s. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Undiscovered 187s. <laughs> but they're like, hey, man. Yeah, I think the NFL is full of shit. But you know what's beautiful? He didn't back down. He put no, his he foot didn't. on the gas. Yeah, he did. He said, "Okay, I'll go on Rogan. I'll go on Lex Friedman. I'll go on anybody's. I'll go on all the big dogs show." Mm-hmm. He went. He ran into the burning building. He is a fucking New Yorker. It's like sometimes people they get traded to New York, a, a New York team, and it either clicks for them or it doesn't. You know, it works like like a Johnny Damon or some of the Yankees that have come and. They just get New York. They get the people. Mm-hmm. And they fucking immediately are loved. He's got the opportunity to put Namus legend on the back burner. You're right. And that is a... That's insane. That is a big fucking claim. That's like... Because Joe was... You could argue Mount Rush... Well, it's a Mount Rushmore moment. You know what I'm saying? The white the white fur, the, the, the interviews. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's very, it, it's so interesting because I think right now it's so obvious that the, the stuff that's working, the things people are drawn to are all the real ones, are all the things that whoever they are don't want to be successful, like the sound of freedom. Yeah, bro, I did a whole pot about that. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? I saw yet? clips, I saw clips on it. Did you release clips on it, I think? I did some yeah, yeah. comments on I I just What do you think? I mean, did the people speak? Um yeah, I mean it's almost made two hundred million. It's made completely outside the system. Uh it got no press and people were actively trying to take it down. Now you don't have to like the people involved. No. You don't have to like the filmmakers. You don't have to like whatever, the actors. But you can't 
disparage a no. movie that's putting out that message because you're going to look like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You're looking weird. Um, because at the end of the day, I talked all about this. It's What art should be is talk about the darkest subjects and make them palpable. Right. Palatable. No, er, no one's ever made that movie. No. Okay. And people will say they made Taken. Taken was an amazing movie, but it was, it was Hollywooded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This was a dark story. This. So the fact that people were disparaging it because of other reasons, that's fucking weird. So how many Academy Awards did Traffic win? A lot, right? Yeah. This had a very traffic vibe to me. Yeah. Like the quality of how well that movie was made yeah. and shot. It's a great comparison. And some of the some of the performances, and we're not talking, you know, uh, traffic had a stacked cast, but mm-hmm. it just, yeah, and, and uh, fucking awesome for those for everyone involved in that movie that took a chance and just said we're gonna make it. I think Jim Caviezel is the bravest actor yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, and I listen, he's a wild man. No, but he's. But, to do, he has success multiple times against the grain. Yeah, and dude, he's also been in Legacy. He's right. he was in the Thin Red Line. Yeah. he's worked with J Lo. He's done big Hollywood things. Yeah, this is still a big Hollywood thing. Hollywood doesn't want it. Yeah, he's this movie's made two hundred million. Well, by the way, in this summer, and how much? And I hope, I hope, Jim, put. 15, 20 in his own pocket of that 200. I hope he had a deal. He must have made a shit ton of money on it. I hope so too. And Because he deserves it. Yeah. Because, you know, you got to have, you got to have big balls to take, to take shots like that. Like you want to act. You Like part of you is like, let it all burn. And that's where I'm at. And you're still like, oh, I got an audition. So, what, and I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, so what's funny, and, I, and and like this morning, I woke up, and I knew that I was going to talk to you. And I was just thinking, and, and like I am, yeah, I am in it because, uh, one, if I fucking love every ounce of it, the, the, the preparation, I love the nose, I love the letdowns. I use this all as fuel. I love sitting around on a on a 14-hour day where I get 6 minutes of fucking juice. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Dude. Where I get to pour gas on the fire for 6 minutes. Wow. I love every ounce of it. And I said to myself, I was having like a moment. I I kind of thought to myself like I'm actually convinced now that I'm going to win an Academy Award. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like the right part. Yeah. And it might be in 30 years. It might be in 15. Yeah. Might be in four. Yeah. But I'm going to. It's, there's going to be that moment. And uh, everyone thought I was crazy. And, you know, I probably was a little bit because what a tough, like the 10,000 hours thing just on, on basis alone is so true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true for acting. You know, it's true for the real arts. Yeah. You you can't be a professional athlete by a fluke. No way. You can't be a real G on screen like a a fluke. Yeah. You know, Keanu Reeves. People want to talk shit about Keanu Reeves, that he's not a good actor, or Keanu Reeves is a fucking great actor. Legend. But the presence is incredible. So, yeah, you know, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. 
and the balance of like, I don't think anyone's, I think with me, because I've been so controversial for so long that I've met enough people where everyone knows Sean's the best. Yeah. He's fucking, he's, he, that's Sean. Yeah. You know? But he doesn't hurt people. He, he, he's really one of the good ones, you know? So I think I'm going to, I'm going to get passes. Yes. And I'm going, and also I think that we're on this upswing where all the, uh, all the misfits are about to become like the stars. Yes. The real ones are about to, to, to rise to the, to the top. Yes. What I, I, even on, even in a traditional atmosphere like studios. Really? Yes. I feel this, this whole thing coming. I feel this fucking tsunami of like, that would be awesome. I mean, you sort of were in it. The last days of it, the early 2000s. Yeah. Where it was still, you know, okay to be a little bit of a, I guess, a, a rebel, but in a different way. Now the stakes are higher, it seems. Yeah, you could be on a set with two people that were, one is a liberal and one is a conservative, and it wouldn't be a problem. Right. Now I think that would, would be illegal. Yeah, may, it might be. I mean, that, that's definitely one thing I don't, I, I don't even, uh, I was laughing at myself because I said, uh, I'm noticing things now as I'm on more sets and like, I notice, I notice the actors that have just drank a Celsius <laughs> and they're all like, and they're all like fired up and yeah. we're inching towards debate time as we're waiting. But it's like, I just kind of, at that moment, I'm like, I'm going to go. Someone was going to debate you? No, but it, you can, you know, actors. Give me, give me a. They, they get their Celsius in them, and it's and it just starts. It starts. Everyone starts throwing shit. We're getting ready for the scene. And I'm like, God, I'm going to just, because I know. Do they know your background? Yeah, everyone knows. But, you know, it's, I, I just love it. I love the interactions and the friction and sort of the, the awkwardness of it all. Dude, you know how funny that is what you just said? <laughs> that you said when an actor, he's basically saying when an actor's getting fucking starting to feel himself, oh, you had a Celsius. <laughs> 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 they don't understand. It's uh, They really don't understand what you have in your cup. That's what I love. Oh, wow. But everybody who knows you knows what's in your cup. I, I think they do. Of course they do. That's crazy. But I'm just, now I, I embrace, I want to feel those vibes more than react to them. Yes. So let me ask you this. Is Hollywood, you think it's going to keep going? I think that it's about to get. You think it's going to go back to the 70s? Yeah. I think. Well, I was, when I started getting on, it was the 90s. And the 90s days was a version of the 70s. And then we went, and then I went through all the 2000s. And then, you know, after the 2010, I think things started changing. I started following uh, Coppola on uh, Instagram. He got his movie, yeah. He's a great, is that why they're, oh, I see, they're, his, they're getting the train going. Uh, $100 million dollars he put me in. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, another one. By the way. I love that So, guy. So it's interesting because I say Coppola, I've been watching Heart of Darkness so much. I've watched it like three or four times in the last couple of weeks. The, the whole thing. Yeah. The and, documentary or the, yeah. Doc, yeah, the okay. documentary on make, the making of Apocalypse. Now. Amazing, amazing doc. And, uh. You know, 
no one would make that movie because it was about the Vietnam War, but the war was still happening. Yeah. Now think about that today. And think about Coppola was like, fuck it, I'm going to make the movie. I'm going to, UA is going to give me some money. I'm going to leverage all my house and everything that I own. Yeah. And I'm going to get the money. But a studio wasn't going to let him, and the U.S. government didn't allow him, uh, didn't take part in it, so he had no access to any of the, the planes, the choppers. So he went to Vietnam or Singapore or wherever he went, and he hired them from that government. Wow. Today? Right now, that can't happen. No way. But I think, I think we're inching closer to that and it's and, it, and when it does happen it's going to happen and it's going to really fucking happen so you're saying the the outspoken are going to win i think that money talks and i think that woke is broke uh-huh. and i think that that is clearly written across every billboard in america at this point yeah and I think that from the Bud Lights and such. Who's going to make the call from a studio standpoint to say, "Well, I'm going to ride that train." And really, Paramount has sort of done that with Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, for sure, exactly. You know, yes, that, that's very true. But my belief is this, though: Hollywood is going to change in the sense of that. You know, you know the rumor that Apple could be buying Disney. Well, they got the the market cap right. Two point seven to one point five bill to one hundred and fifty eight billion to two point seven trillion. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. As much as Disney is huge, it's a wart on Apple's dick. Yeah. <laughs> then if you go to Amazon, which is about one point five trillion, they could he could bundle Warner Brothers and Paramount together. So so I like that. And then you get to Netflix and you got Comcast. You got four players. That's my opinion. So so I like that and I'll tell you why. Because what I think they realize, and I'll use the UFC as a perfect example, the most anti-woke, mm-hmm. uh, the most anti-woke, I mean, they are everything that Disney is not. Mm-hmm. And the reason that Disney is actually even worth anything right now is because they own ESPN, which owns the UFC. I they don't. You, no, they, I think the UFC got just got bought by WME. Yes, what I'm saying is they don't they don't own them physically, but they are. That's their TV contract. Yeah. The reason that the UFC is blowing up as much as it is is partly because of ESPN. Mm-hmm. ESPN owns something that is so anti woke. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm a big UFC guy. I know what all their Sean Strickland is one of their main fighters. You watch a Sean Strickland media day. I'll send you a clip. This guy is the most outrageous individual in professional sports right now. He says the craziest things. He's insane. He's from Las Vegas. He's tough, and he says wild things. The UFC is a circus of anti-wokeness. Yeah, it is. It is the greatest entertainment product in professional sports right now, in my opinion. Because not only are they unbelievable athletes and killers, they are fucking showmen, and they are getting, they are getting rewarded for the wilder and the more outrageous stances they take on any sort of topic. Yeah. And we, the people, we want to see gladiators that aren't afraid to speak their mind. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, and, and you buy its success. You would agree that it's being consumed because people want it. Yes. So what mommy and daddy are putting in front of us, like the view yeah. and MSNBC. Yeah. We don't want that. 
And I think I think it's been proven that no one really wants it. No one's no. really watching it, right? No, but they somehow still make you well, think that they are. They're hanging on. Yeah. And I think that the moment that certainly a guy like Bezos, there's certain guys that don't have to answer questions because mm. they just have so much power. Yeah. So Bezos is buying these sports things, Major League Baseball. They're They're all doubling down. I'm not saying buying. When I say buy, I mean... They're giving them the TV contract, which means they own the league. Oh, yeah. He's got the Thursday night. Right. I actually think he wanted to buy a football team. He, I, he I probably thought he bought the, the the old Redskins, which are now the commanders, but maybe he didn't. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think he he's might by, have. But, yeah. But the TV money is the, what? Everything. That's everything. It's the lifeblood. That's, how, that's what keeps the salary cap high. That's yes. what keeps, you know, the players paid. It's everything. Um. Sports is a wild atmosphere right now where you have some guys like the Kyries and, and I'll say Sean Strickland or uh, there's other examples, Aaron Rodgers, that are doing things that are going against what everyone else is allowed to do and they're not getting disciplined because they have fucking value because they can throw a dime into the end zone because... They can do something that nobody else does. Yes. Well, they are getting disciplined, though. Kyrie caught a lot of flack, and I think he's a fucking freedom fighter. Yes. Aaron Rodgers caught a lot of flack. He's a freedom fighter. And Sean Strickland, who I heard, I don't know, I don't follow the UFC that much, but this is a perfect segue into yeah. the story I want you to tell. Okay. And then I think, I, th- I think that's good for today. I mean, I didn't even get to any of my questions. <laughs> this fucking guy comes in. <laughs> By the way, he's... Because he's in Hollywood now, he's acting. How long did you work on Oppenheimer? Uh, I think it was like 12 or 13 days, which feels like an eternity on... Beautiful. And where did you shoot it? Uh, outside of Santa Fe. Did you shoot my, any scenes with my boy Josh Peck? <sighs> of course. My boy. Josh is... Uh, so, in my opinion, Josh Peck says the greatest oh my God in movie history, which... Hold on a second. Don't how, tell me. How many it. oh my gods have been said in movies? Sort of like a, a, a critical moment. The oh my god. Josh Peck delivers the most weighted, under-delivered, powerful bomb of an oh my god that I've ever seen in movies. Wow. He's fucking awesome in yeah. Oppenheimer. Yeah, he's awesome. And and I said to him the other day, I was like, you kind of have this Chris... I want you to be Chris Cooper. That's a good comparable. Right? Yeah, he will. He'll go As forever. he's getting older. Yeah. And, and, like, I think his good stuff hasn't even come yet. No. Right? I mean, he's been doing it since he's a kid. I know. But and that's he was great as a kid. Right. So, which is crazy. Yeah. That's why this, this game is so interesting also. Because you can, you can evolve as much as you want for as long as you want. He... As an amazing evolver. Yeah. Like, he's done so many things. Yeah. And he's, like you just said, now, the fact that he's getting an Oscar. Oscar. He's going to win everything. Yeah. Winning movie, caliber movie. for I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. But he's done some amazing work before this. Yeah. But he was known as the funny kid. Right. So it's, it's evolution. There's some great memes of uh, of people using the DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. When they're, like, seeing Josh Peck and Oppenheimer. And it's Leo, like. <laughs> Pointing at himself on the, in whatever TV show he was in. Yes. I love that meme. Wait, so let's go back, because you just said something. Because yeah. you are on one today. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about athletes. And you went, 
Because you, what's amazing about you is you said something that's really great. Is that you go, that's just Sean, right? Right. So he, you're in circles. Now, whether you want to be in those circles or you choose to be in those circles are different things. I know certain things in those these circles choose you. You kind of don't want to be in them. You'd rather be at Topanga Mall tackling somebody, <laughs> and you know, on the lines. And so, but you get to go to these things. Well, like. And so when we're talking about athletes, you had a run-in with a, a superstar athlete. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about Oh, uh, LeBron? <laughs> yeah. At, Leo, at Leo's birthday. Jesus. I mean, you don't have to name names, uh, but. You know, I, I, was, I got lucky. I got on the list. This um, is an incredible story. And I've never been a LeBron fan. Well, first of all, I told Sean Penn that he was a hero because he gave Zelensky his Oscar at the valet. So, yeah. So, here's what it is. So, <laughs> I wanted to set this up. I don't want to drop all these names, but Jesus. Oh, whatever. He goes to a very exclusive party. I know exactly where the house is because that's some of the best parties at that house. <laughs> and you go in, and you're at the valet, and there you see Sean Penn. And I, he had just gone. I had just done my first comedy show. Yeah, in the belly 20 room. 20 minutes earlier in the belly room, which is a whole other story, but whatever. And he I had did a, a great set. set. I did a set. Yeah. I was fired up. Yeah. I went to this party by myself. You and can't bring anybody. And when I pulled up, the first person I see is fucking Sean Penn. <laughs> and, you know, my, my idea of Sean Penn has changed over the years. And, and from what to what? From a fucking legend to an insane man. <laughs> and you mean that because the rebel is now the dictator. Yeah. It's weird, man. I thought he was one of our homies. Yeah. That was a hero. Yeah. That hurts me, my soul. And still can be. Just say, uh, I put my foot on the gas too much. That's all I need to hear. I like him to say I didn't get the jab. I'm sorry I pushed it. Well, that. <laughs> well, I, w I wish he would come and talk to us. I know. Fuck, man. It would be, I mean, yeah. Holy shit. Because he is, he was everything that I look up to. Yeah. It really hurts me. Yeah, one of the real OGs. The OG like, and the realist. Maybe the greatest paparazzi picture ever of him and Madonna, and he's attacking the paparazzi. Yes, yes. <laughs> protecting his woman. Yeah. And went against fucking roles that were big. Yeah. And he took the meaty roles. Yeah. He's such an artist. He's such dug in. Yeah. And he wanted to explore. He didn't go for fucking fluff. Yeah. And I mean, in any genre. Yeah. God damn it, he's just funny as anyone ever and as deep as anyone ever yeah spicoli to milk it's exactly it's like dude insane dead man walking yeah dude i could cry i know so you go to this party and we see this beautiful fallen and i just hero i felt like i needed to remind him in a weird way of my own psychological whatever like I wanted to tell him that I loved him and that he disappointed me. And the way that it came out was I gave him a golf clap in front of a lot of people getting into a really important party and said, way to go, Sean, you fucking hero. You gave Zelensky your Oscar. And then I just walked into the party. <laughs> and I think somebody... And he looked at you. Yeah. And for a second, because he is SP, and he's like, 
who's this motherfucker? But you don't break eye contact. I didn't. And you looked right into his fucking eyes. And then he's like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to deal with that because I, that's going to be something. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, Sean Penn would have, Sean Penn would have addressed me. Yes. You know, but also 20 years ago, I'm not sure Sean Penn would have been trying to be a dictator you know he was still a fucking artist like blazing his way his way Mm -hmm. doing it his way inspiring people to follow him yeah yeah now wait that's just that's just the appetizer he's not even i don't want to give too much away but well then i got in and i had i I, you know i don't go slow let me because when you do comedy save the punch bro all right all right so skate around like you're going to the net before you shoot it into yeah. that. So I did a I did a legendary walk into the party, right? It was like back door at Goodfellas, pimp saying hi to everybody. And you don't have to name names, but everybody was there. Yeah, making acquaintances, checking in till I get to my spot. Now he's a rebel, <laughs> and you're going into the fucking lines then. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Not one person wants to hear your opinion on this shit. No, 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 and. Uh, you know, I had good real estate because um, I, you know, I, I just had good real estate. Posted up nice. Yeah. And uh, I had my double cup, brought my own, my own ice. And I looked across the room in the first person's eyes that I caught. And they were sort of walking towards me was LeBron James. And I'm not, I'm not a LeBron guy, you know. Why you got beef with LeBron? Because I don't think he stood up for, I think that he's, I think LeBron sold his soul, you know? So when I compare Michael Jordan to LeBron, come on. I mean, MJ, we all watched the documentary. MJ has been blazing his own path with his own set of rules and has never cared about being bought or uh, pressured into saying something. You know, part of the reason I love MJ is because he was never political. MJ never talked about anything outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. Oprah tried to pressure him. Everybody always tried to pressure MJ to take a stance on something. He fucking didn't. Not my lane. Mm-hmm. So the difference between a LeBron and an MJ when we're fighting for our youth right now while they're not letting kids play organized sports for two years because they didn't get vaccinated while they were potentially like hurting kids also as we now come to understand through the science i always at that point i I had beef with lebron and he bumped me and you know actually bumped you it was an accidental bump and you know he had guys with him and stuff he got to bring people and uh, our good friend Kevin Connolly. You dropped. <laughs> you gotta put Kevin's name out here. Well, Kevin is the one that diffused the situation. Kevin's a legend. And he said he 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 got into my ear very quietly, and he said, "Not here." And when E tells you, "Not here," <laughs> that is 
By the way, that is a fucking watered down version of that story. Right. But the beauty is, is a hundred percent. That's that's why Kevin is universally loved. Yes, he really is. Yes, that's why he's a such legend. a beautiful soul. He's a beauty. He's, he just goes right in there. Yeah, like he he made sure you got into that party knowing. That he could catch a little something. Yep. Not because it, cause all you had to do was just go to that party and double cup it. Yeah. You never had to do nothing. Yeah. But once LeBron bumped you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was also because you, at that time, the China thing was going down. The China thing was going and, down. And, and the, the thing is, it yeah. was basically like, in my opinion of the China stuff was, I forget. It was the Uyghurs and, and, you know, there was some civil... Something well, LeBron is you know he 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 is controlled in my opinion by the NBA because the NBA business in China almost rivals the American business. It might be bigger. It probably is bigger. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's levels to this game that even as a professional athlete, they're out of my pay grade. You know, I'm not privy to those conversations, but I know what's going on. Yeah. Kid growing up, I looked up to, like, my favorite player was Brett Hall, who mm -hmm. was, uh, when he got to training camp, and they made him do a fitness test, and they said, uh, well, let's see how many pull-ups you can do. And he, and he raised his arms up, and he couldn't really raise his arms high enough to reach the bar. And they said, is that as high as you can raise your arms? And he said, yeah, but I'll do it probably, like, 65 times this year, meaning... Don't worry, I'm going to score 65 goals so you can get rid of your fucking pull-up bar. Right? That's amazing. It's one of the greatest lines ever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so crazy because, you know, you know, my first NHL training camp, I was on a bike, uh, uh, you know, an exercise bike. I was on one. Chris Chelios was on my left, and Brett Hall was on my right, and I watched the first plane go into the building with those guys on, on my right and left. Wow. And I'll never forget it. You know, everybody asks, like, where were you when the planes hit the towers? Mm. I can fucking... And it was my first time in America. It was my first real training camp. Like, to sit here now... And I've gone down the 9-11 uh, rabbit holes, and, and I've watched some things that... I mean... I don't feel like I'm a fucking crazy person, but I've watched uh, two movies that were longer than five hours each that made me believe that somebody blew up those buildings and it wasn't the planes. Yeah. Am I fucking crazy to say that? No, I don't think so. But, you know, a lot of people will say that about us. I'm I'm with you. Um, Somebody, a, a big rapper just made a comment about it. And I think Travis Scott has a great line in his new album, which, by the way, is great. I was never a Travis Scott fan, but. Well, I don't know if you want to go to his concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bro, hold on a second. I, I, first of all, I'd take that laugh back because that's terrible. Oh, I'll edit that out. Jesus but, Christ. No, you do don't it. need to. Don't. Don't. Because how am I supposed to react to that? You're a comedian. You're a great fucking comedian. And you just dropped a little bit of a zinger on me. You found a moment, and you hit me with it, well, and I reacted naturally, and that doesn't make me a bad person. No, it doesn't. Fuck. No, I just tried but to— Because you know what? I now feel bad. So I did my job. Or, or we're human. Yeah, we are human. Exactly. 
I wasn't even trying to do that. I was just trying to like make a funny. <laughs> because I'm also surprised that I don't know anything about him, but his, his concerts. <laughs> so the fact that you like them, because you know I'm going down the new rabbit hole of Satan. Mm. Don't you see Satan everywhere? Well, so somebody, I saw a TikTok video somebody sent me. Yeah, I see Satan every, see everywhere. 8-8. Eight, eight. What's the whole thing with 8-8 eight, eight now? I don't know, but did you see Beyonce's tour? Was it with Devils? Oh, did you see it? No. So She flies out? <laughs> her legs are up. Mm-hmm. Like, these are her legs. Mm-hmm. And it's her vagina is a big, like, metal cylinder. And it's a cart. It's like a, how can I say it? It's like, it looks like a computer robot version, but it's not. So it's like flesh legs. Yeah, I see a, it. And people say it's a portal. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but it's not. Because all these concerts have weird shit like that. So so here's what I'll say. So I can't believe that you are rocking that, that new CD. I'm not saying it's not good music, but... The Travis Scott, now that I think about it, the record has a devilish vibe to it. Bro, I could, I don't, I'm not religious. And he is married to a Kardashian and Chris and Jenner. She could be part of the, the whole thing. Well, you like, know what they say. She's calling shots. Head witch. <laughs> if, you, if you look into it oh fuck there's witches yeah bro that's where i'm at on my journey oh wow I'm, oh you're yeah oh yeah goblins dragons <laughs> I've you're left, deep yeah i left the party oh shit i left that party at lebron and now i'm oh fuck and i'm trying to do it in a way that's not too crazy like uh i had I thought it was cool to have a couple of Aleister Crowley books on my bookshelf. Oh, good for you. Like 15 years ago. Good for you. I tried to read them. Couldn't get through it. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. You're going to get there. Really? You're going to get there. Well, you've heard, because we could talk for hours, but let's go through here. Yeah. You, you heard about Peru, right? I have not heard about Peru. You yet. haven't heard. So the apparently Predator is happening in Peru. There is the Predator? It's Predator. Basically... Like- a tribe had a, a runaway girl ran away, came back, got away from something. Peep the tribe goes and looks for what the fucking <laughs> thing was chasing him. There's some alien fucking race, a weird ass alien in the fucking jungles of Peru, and it's known as the face eater. He has the same powers as the predator. It's they're comparing the scenario to predator because I watched the new predator on uh, Amazon or whatever yeah, it was. Prey, prey, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I heard it was great. Uh, but, but this is real. So, so and there's it's a, what you believe. It could be part of Blue Beam. It could be part of whatever. <laughs> you know, like so. You're, he's laughing because it's just too much, and I agree with you. Where so, would I begin? I I can't even begin to tell you. But what I'm trying to say is, we didn't even get to the Maui fires. The Maui fires are de dubs. We can't even say that, right? It's pretty much. How does a fire make it look like fucking like what Oppenheimer did? Right. It looks like they dropped a nuke, but also uh, there's a church that got totally unscathed. And trees. And conveniently burned down everyone who is a local, but left certain hotels. And somebody told me that they have one of the um, most advanced alert systems through horns and things. Yes, you get it on your phone. And that didn't go off? Didn't go off. But you remember six months ago it went off? For a fake nuke? Yeah, yeah. 
And you know they had the digital conference there. They went to the first smart, smart city. city. Yeah. So I mean, I believe it. There's a lot of. S- <laughs> I feel, is there anything that I don't believe at this point? I know. No. Right. I, I, I'm at the point where I believe everything. It's so funny that you say that. I agree with you. <laughs> like, you're what? Well, well, that's beautiful. You're an open mind. To- totally open. Nothing will surprise me at this point. Or even really scare me. See, there's two different approaches, and you can do them both because that's what it's like. What we do it, it, with with violence, right? Yeah. You want to like get it in their fucking head, yeah? Right? To fucking get it, right? Yeah. In comedy, you have that same intensity, but you have to. Well, I'm gonna make you laugh right. until you get it, right? But you could do both because you're dabbling. You've done. You're doing both worlds. Yeah. What's the most effective way? I don't even know if it's working with comedy now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I like I like want to cry. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know, man. Can we end it here? Yeah, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, where can people find you? Uh at I'm Sean Avery. I am S E A N A V E R Y. Instagram. And your podcast is called? Uh, we do a uh, podcast, uh, a, a YouTube show. Uh, no gruffs given, but also we do a, a YouTube show. Kevin Connolly, myself, Scotty Wilson, uh, at Quick Shift Pod. Bam! That's Go it. like it, guys. Peace. <laughs>